lot of negative things happening, but what if we start describing what 2021 is going to be from this day forward? What if you were to flip the script and from today onwards, for the, for the next six and a half months, what if we were to change our language? What if we were to filter out the negative words and start declaring what the next six and a half months is going to be like? What if it's going to be the best six and a half months of your life? Because I can guarantee you, God's people always finish better than how we started. Maybe today's the day that you need to draw the line and say, I'm not going to go back to my old ways. I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, the beauty of live. Well, I think my power adapter went went out my power adapter. Well, where do I begin? Shall we rewind? Ficka, ficka, ficka. Remix. Man, you guys are so polite too. Like, uh, if you don't mind, would you like to? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Well, in the last five minutes, what I was trying to tell you is let's cut the crap out of our lives. Let let let's go of the let go of the negative 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 way that we've been talking for the last 18 months and let's start speaking positivity. Why don't we start speaking that the next six and a half months is going to be the best six and a half months of our lives? If you believe it, put a name and in the chat right now. We are drawing a line, and we're not gonna turn back because God is setting you up. For freedom amen not just it's not just a cute series that we're doing but we truly believe that God wants to bring a new level of freedom in your life God wants you to be free to live God wants you to be free to dream God wants to move in a mighty way in your life because he created you and he knows what he put in you he put gifts in you he put greatness in you because he is your creator and he has a destiny that he's planned for you. And he wants you to live in that. Man, is there anybody thankful that uh, you're not an accident? But you were created on purpose, for a purpose, by ultimate God. God wants you to be full of faith, knowing that he is on your side. Because you are his. You know, there's a lot of people that are saved, but not a lot of people are free. Today. Can you open up your heart and say, God, I'm going to go all out. Because God wants to do heart surgery today. There's only one scripture that I want to read for you today before I pray. It's Philippians 4, verse 8. Philippians 4, verse 8. It goes like this. And uh, if, you, if you have your Bibles, you can read along with me or you can read it on the screen. Philippians 4, 8. It goes like this. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true. Come on, say it together. On what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about those things. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come desperately before you. Lord, we place our faith in you. We place our trust in you. We place our expectations on you that you will show up in a mighty way. 
God, propel us into our future. Let not our mistakes or our past or our failures stop us from the greatness that you have planted and built us with and knit us with in our mother's womb. God, I thank you for a future of freedom. And even today, God, I pray that breakthrough comes in every single one at the sound of my voice, that we will experience a new level of freedom. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Sometimes we get saved as a fire insurance. You know, just in case I die, I want to make sure I go to heaven. So we say a little salvation prayer. We're like, hey, I just never know. You know, just a little bit of God, you know, just to make sure. I. Uh, it's like uh, playing Monopoly and uh, you have that get out of jail card. Some of us want the get out of hell card. And so we, we do the salvation prayer just so that we don't end up in hell. But what if God had more for your life than you've ever imagined? That God doesn't just want you to escape hell, but that He wants you to be free and to live on this earth with a purpose. That God has more for your life. Have you ever thought about that? Because I don't just want to be a pastor of, of a cute church and then just, just people to get saved and avoid hell. That's not, that's not what I want. I don't want people to just get saved and avoid hell and continue to live life as they're in prison then what, what have we really accomplished? Because I don't want you just to exist on this earth. I want you to fulfill the purpose of God that He has for you. I don't want you to just exist and just go to church and continue to live in fear and anxiety and bondage and, 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 and uh, sickness and fear. I want you to be set free in Jesus' name. If you believe that, can you put it in the chat right now? I want to be set free in Jesus' name. Because God has a plan for your life. And He wants you to encounter Him in a fresh way. And He wants you to fulfill all of that He's planned for you. I know that a lot of people are right with God, but there's a lot of things that are not right with them. And that's what we're talking about that in this series. I want God to set us free and for us to re receive real freedom. What the enemy wants is to keep us in prison and fool us that we're not. See, the enemy wants us to be locked up. Have you heard of the Alcatraz prison? In the 1960s, Alcatraz prison was almost, you cannot escape. And people that did break out of that prison, they tried to swim in the San Francisco Bay and they drowned because it was freezing water. Alcatraz prison is not a luxury hotel. And if you ever have a chance to go tour it, you will sense the hopelessness and the despair. And, and, and you would hear stories about prisoners who would use their fingernails to scrape under the sink to try to dig their way out, but they will just end up with, 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 with bleeding out and, and injuring themselves. They are trapped in a prison. They are trying everything to get out because there's nothing uh, cute about being in prison there's nothing attractive about being in prison because when you're there all you want to do is get out this is where many Christians are living this is where they've stationed their life this is where they've settled their faith they've parked it their faith is not growing their faith is not increasing they are not they're, they're living on old testimonies there's nothing fresh that's happening many Christians that's where they are parked they are saved, but they are living in a prison till they die and go to heaven. 
But I'm here to declare that your life story doesn't have to be that. That you can accomplish great and mighty things for God. Just like how God spoke to Moses to speak through him to Pharaoh in that same way and, and declare, let my people go. Today is the day God wants to set you free. Amen. Maybe that mental limitation or that physical limitation or that thing that you try to do that you kept failing, God wants to tell you that he wants to give you victory. And just like Priya said earlier, that God will fight for you. And what you would need to do is stand still on his promises. Today is your day. Can you declare that? Some of us are struggling to even say that, that this is my moment. This is my day. Because we feel unworthy. We feel like too much of a failure. But can you just increase your faith and say, today is my day. God is going to do something. I don't know exactly what, but I believe that this God of the universe who thought that it would be awesome to put me on this planet in this year, and, and he, ke he kept me safe, and He kept me uh, uh, fed, and I am here. There's a purpose for my life. This is my day. Can you say that right now? This is my week. This is my month. This is my year. 2021 is not going to be a disastrous year because right now you're making the decision that this is my moment where everything can change in Jesus' name. This is my prison break year in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I've come to tell you that that toxic God is wanting to open your prison doors. If you want God to set you free, first of all, you've got to start declaring it because there's power in your words. We create atmospheres through our words because the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So we got to say it and we got to say it with authority that I am called, that God loves me unconditionally. I am wanted by God. I am forgiven by God. You know, there are, there are certain things that keeps us in, in, in prison. And you might be thinking, well, I'm good. I, I'm okay. I, I don't feel like I'm in prison. I'm free. Well, then why are these toxic patterns repeating in your life? If you're free, then why are these unhealthy things recurring patterns in your life? Because the enemy likes to keep us believing that we're free, but he really has us in prison and we don't even know it. That's what the enemy loves to do, to keep us in prison and make us believe that we're free. Can I tell you the difference between God and the world? The world will tell you, live however you want, do whatever you want, you know, with whoever you want and whenever you want, you're free. And it advertises itself as freedom, but it's not freedom. It's fake freedom. It's bondage in disguise. But when God says you are free, God is not a man to lie. If he says you are free, you're not just free, but you are really free. Let me tell you the difference between our God. Our God, his word never fails. His word never returns void. He's a God who wants to set us free beyond our human capacity. You've tried many things, but you've failed. But God is saying today is your day of breakthrough. And I want you to declare that. I don't just want you to think it. And I don't care if other people are around. Just say, today is my day of breakthrough. You need to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. You need to get to a place where you're like, I don't care what anybody thinks. My freedom is important. My life is important. And I need to do something for God. And you know what? Until you step into the purpose of God and start walking into the center of God's will, 
there will be something missing in your soul, in your heart. You won't feel that, that whole, whole, holy satisfaction. I want you to declare that you are free in Jesus' name. Even if you don't feel like it, I want you to declare it. Things in your past has put you in prison. Habits that you can break has put you in prison. Disappointments of life that you can shake off has put you in prison. See, even fleas, if you put uh, fleas in a jar and put a lid, they will jump up and bump their heads. They'll jump back down. They'll try that for a couple of times. And then after they'll realize, you know what, there's a lid on top of us. This is as high as we can go. And so even if you remove the lid, the flea will jump up just a little bit lower than the lid. Even if the lid is not there, the flea thinks that it's limited. And so the flea will continue its life until it dies. Or the next generation will come up and they will just jump up to that height because it has been conditioned. Flea's going through the motion. We think the flea's trying to escape, but it's not. It's been conditioned to live this life of limitation. And many of us are trapped like that. The enemy trapped us, but Jesus removed the lid. Amen. And God is calling us to rise up and to step out of the prison, but we're used to it. We've been conditioned with our small thinking or because of failure and disappointment. We've like, this is as far as I can go. Even my ancestors, this is as far as they could go. And we limit ourselves. But God wants to bring a prison break into your life today. Hallelujah. Drop an amen if you believe it. Even if you don't believe it, drop an amen. You know the language of heaven is freedom. Jesus himself said, when I come to set you free, you are really free. Genesis 2.16, even the first words that God spoke to humanity was, go and be free. We sing songs about freedom. We quote scriptures. Our, our wallpaper is, is about Bible verses about freedom. We know the stories of freedom, but we don't live free. But in this series, in this month, in this week, God's going to set you free. Hallelujah. You're not just going to hear this message, but you're going to do something about it. You're not just spectating the service. There's something God is trying to speak to you today. And, and, and in this church, we make it really easy for you to step into your freedom. Because you cannot enter into full freedom by yourself in isolation. You need to connect with us. That's the one step you have to do. And the rest, God will do through your church community. So don't be just a spectator from a distance, but just take one step. I know it takes a little bit of courage, but send us a message. Jump on Zoom right after this service because together we are better. Together you can step into your freedom, into your purpose, and God will surround you. We have amazing people in the Dream Team. We have interesting people in the Dream Team, and you will find a home here. Interesting in quotation. Our Dream Team is amazing. No, truly. There's a variety, and I love it. And as you keep taking steps forward, your chains will fall off. Your chains, not, not, not only off of you, but off of your family, off of your surrounding. Two things prisons do. Number one, they keep you from your freedom. Write this down. Two things prisons do. Number one, they keep you from your freedom. See, because prison limits your destination prison limits your identity and that's why many of us are in a 
emotional prison. The enemy's job, the devil's plan, number one goal is to steal, kill, and destroy our destiny. To destroy our destination, to destroy our identity. That's what he tries to do. To make us forget who God created us to be. To, to stop us from discovering who God made us to be. So you might be wondering, Pastor Deshan, how did I get into this prison? Every single one of us, at some point or another, we were in a prison. And this is why I love our church so much. You know why? Because you don't have to be okay to be part of this church. You can still be in prison and we will love you into health. We will love you into freedom. We will love you into liberty. I love our church because our, love, our church is not about judgments. It's okay not to be okay. Because we're going to do life with you. We're going to pray with you. We're going to fast with you. And see you walk into freedom. That's our goal. That's our vision. To bring you closer to Jesus. So what are you doing in isolation? Because the enemy likes to isolate us. To destroy us. And then there's a bunch of, another side, a, a bunch of us, that God bailed us out, but we voluntarily went back into prison. Any voluntary prisoners in the house? Oh, you don't want to make eye contact. Okay. How many of you need to be bailed out again? How many of you need a breakthrough again? How many of you are grateful that our God hasn't given up on us? We're still in the grace period. God's mercy is there for you. He will accept you. God doesn't quit on us the moment we fail. He's our ever-present help in our time of need. So how do we keep going back to our prison? Three things I want to quickly touch on. Number one, we create prisons for ourselves by number one, because of a sin we cannot leave. A sin we cannot leave. Maybe it was a one-time thing, turned into a habit, turned into addiction, and then became a stronghold. And now you can't let it go. That sin has put us in prison and we just can't let it go. How do we create prisons for ourselves? Number two, because a hurt, because of a hurt we received. Somebody hurt you, somebody abused you, somebody molested you, somebody took advantage of you, somebody broke up with you, somebody abandoned you, somebody took your business idea. A hurt we received. You received a hurt and because of that, you're in a prison. How do we put ourselves in prison? Number three, lies that we believe. Lies that we believe that I'm not good enough. I will never amount to anything. It, was, it will always be my fault. I'm not good looking enough. I will never measure up. So the enemy uses all of those insecurities to fill your life with lies. Because he knows what greatness is inside of you. So he will tell you these little lies that comes to you in your quiet time or when you're sitting by yourself in isolation or whatever it is and bring you these thoughts. And if we're not careful, we will be in prison because of these three things. The second thing that uh, prisons do is they keep us from our future. Maybe just repeating the same seasons of your life over and over again. When you face pain and failures, you have two choices. You can rehearse it or you can reverse it. Which one are you doing? 
When you wake up in the morning, you're sitting by the edge of your bed. What thoughts are going through your head? Man, they shouldn't have done that to me. I can't believe they turned against me. I can't believe what my ex did. I can't believe what my coworkers are doing. My boss. We rehearse it. We rehearse it. I can't believe that person stole from me. I can't believe the words that they said to me. They think it was a joke, but that really hurt my heart. I can't believe that. We rehearse it. We rehearse it. And as we rehearse it, it solidifies. And it becomes truth to us. And we start acting on it. You are rehearsing all of those negative, toxic things. And you think about it at work. You go on your lunch break. And instead of enjoying your jerk chicken with oxtail gravy and a side of plantain and a grapefruit ting, you know the grapefruit ting, you need that to finish it off nice. You cannot enjoy that because your mind is rehearsing. So you cannot enjoy. You're not enjoying because you're rehearsing. And many of us ruin the peace and the joy and the love and the value and the gift God has given us. You might be surrounded by loving friends and family, but your mind is rehearsing the poison. And no matter how sweet the love is from people that truly care about you, your mind is stuck in the ditch. It's rolling in the mud, in the dirt of something that happened through somebody years ago, even decades ago. You are rehearsing the past over and over again and poisoning yourself. And when you think too much, when you rehearse too much, you know what you do? Then you call up your friend. You call a friend and complain. And your friends don't have a, they don't have the guts to correct you. Because if they correct you, then you're going to call them judgmental. And then you're going to call your other friends and tell them about these friends that are being so judgmental. I can't believe them. Now you got more things to rehearse. Your friends are scared to give it to you straight because you're so easily offendable because you keep rehearsing. As you keep rehearsing, your confidence in God is going down because you're not focusing on the truth of God, on, on who He says you are. He says you are His beloved. You are the apple of His eye. Rehearse. We rehearse it. But what if today we have the audacity to look at our problems. What if today we rise up and have a little bit of guts to face our past and we say, I'm not going to rehearse it anymore. Can you put it in the chat right now? I'm not going to rehearse it anymore. I'm not going to rehearse how I failed. I'm not going to rehearse how I messed up. I'm not going to rehearse all the hurt that people have done to me. I'm not going to rehearse it anymore. I'm not going to rehearse what the enemy took from me. It might be opportunities, might be years that the enemy, that the locust has eaten. I'm not going to rehearse it. I'm not going to spend any more tears. I'm not going to spend any more time wasting on what the enemy has stolen. I'm going to reverse it in Jesus' name. Come on now. Put that in the chat too. I'm going to reverse it in Jesus' name. And I'm going to stand. I'm going to put a demand on the promises of God. And I'm going to say, Lord, just as you did unto Job, he lost everything. But God, you restored it back to him. Not one per one, one for one, but multiple portion. God, restore my life. Come on now, I feel the presence of God right now. God is speaking to you. 
I believe, I strongly believe there's somebody that, that you tuned in, you're, you're hearing my voice, and you're at the end of your rope, and you're saying, God, I cannot go on anymore like this. And God is saying, child, I give you authority to reverse it. Stop rehearsing it. Stop having pity parties over your past and over how you're unhappy about your present because you are ruining your present by rehearsing your past. I've given you the authority. I've given you the keys. Use it. Reverse it in Jesus' name. One of the ways you get over your problem is you stop constantly talking about it. When you keep talking about your past and how they hurt you and all that, you keep rehearsing, your past begins to have power over your present. And when you finish ruining your present, guess what? It automatically bleeds into your future. You automatically, without effort, ruin your future when you keep dwelling on your past and ruining your present. Stop it today. You have the power to do that. Yes, we will pray in just a minute. I'm closing very soon. But this is a powerful moment right now where you allow God to do a heart transformation and say, God, no more. I draw a line in the sand. I truly want this prison break. I don't want to continue my life like this. God, help me stop it today. Instead of uh, talking about your, your, your failures, start talking about God's faithfulness. See, if God didn't need you, you wouldn't be here. But you're still here. There's a purpose. And you got to be careful with what God has given you. Your time, your life, your love, and your mouth. What comes out of your mouth? Because it starts to affect your mind. I know for a moment it feels comfortable and soothing to download your hurts to so many friends and people that you see. They just said, hi, how are you? And then you start downloading all your wounds. And they're like, why? Why did I even ask you? Because once those negative, toxic things and hurtful things come out of your mouth, when, it's, when it leaves your mouth, those words create the atmosphere that you live in. So you keep saying, man, my life is a living hell. Guess what? It is going to be that. And then people around you are going to go through hell because of your mouth. Every word we ever said is out there creating atmospheres. So what are you creating? Are you creating more prisons for you? Leave one prison, go to the next prison? And it breaks my heart when I see people leave abusive relationship to enter into other abusive relationship. They haven't left the prison of abuse. It's just a different color, different format, different. But it's the same stronghold. It's the same bondage. The Bible says you create with your words. What are you creating? I can preach till you're blue in the face, but your mouth has power. That's why at this church, Next Level Church, we want to fill you with faith and declarations. We want to tell you who God is, and we want to help you cancel all these years of negative things you spoke. You want to reverse the curse? Then open up your mouth and continually declare the goodness of God. Continually declare the word of God. Stop the gossip. We need to just be, bring ourselves with all our trash and all our burdens and just go straight to God. Go to the throne of God before you go to the phone. Go to God. 
when you're all, 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 all agitated, go to God. He's your comfort. And declare, my God is for me. I may have a lot of enemies. People might not like me. Maybe I, your heart is broken, but you know what? My God is for me. My steps are ordered by God. This is my winning season. And I'm sorry, Lord, for saying all these negative things about last year. But today on, my prison break starts. Because I'm going to watch my mouth. And I'm going to watch my decisions. I'm not going to make decisions out of insecurities. Because that is the secret to a miserable life. I need to know who God is. Because when I know who God is, I know that I belong to Him. And when I know whose I am, then I will know who I am. When I know whose I am, I will know what to do. That's why we sing worship songs. Because we're declaring there's power. It's not just because we love music and we like to sing. No, there's power in worship. And in just a moment, after I finish praying, we're going to go into worship. And I want you to just lean in. Come in strong. Come in leaning in. Come in desperate for God, yet hopeful and with an extended faith that He will come through for you. We are creating our future. God is saying, don't give up on yourself. This is a word for somebody watching right now. Don't give up on yourself and don't take the easy way out. You are worth it. You are so worth it that Jesus laid down His life for you. He shed His blood for you. Your heart is beating because He wants you to be here. You are worth it. You are worth the fight. He defeated death, hell, and the grave for you because you're worth it. Whatever that hopelessness is, give it to God right now. And let today, this week, this month, the next six and a half months be your defining moment in Jesus' name. I'm going to pray. If this message spoke to you, put your hand on your heart. Let's repent together. Father God, we repent for speaking negative things, for allowing toxic things and thoughts to dwell in our minds and our hearts. God, forgive us. Come on now. You speak in your own language, in your own words, and just quietly tell God if, if you don't want people to hear, that's okay. Just talk to God right now and say, God, forgive me for rehearsing all those wounds. Lord, forgive me for voluntarily putting myself in prison because of the instant comfort I get, temporary. But Lord, I know that true freedom is from you. True deliverance is from you. Father God, I pray that you help us, God, to watch our mouths, what we're creating through our words, what we say when we are angry, what we say when we are hurt, when we are disappointed. God, help us to watch our mouth, even the overly critical words that we say against ourselves, the judgmental things that we say over ourselves. God, help us to speak life-giving words. Help us to speak the Word of God. Help us to speak the promises of God. God, you are for us. You are for me. Can you personalize it right now? Say, Lord, you are for me. God, you want me to prosper. You want me to be well, just as my soul prospers. God, I thank you for the future that you have for me. God, I thank you for the hope that you have given me. 
prison break me out today, God. Let me reverse it in Jesus' name. Before I end, if you've never welcomed Jesus into your heart, this is your moment. And you know God has spoken to you this, this morning, right now. God is a gentle God. You've got to give Him permission. So I'm going to say a simple prayer. Repeat after me to welcome Jesus into your heart. Lord Jesus, yeah, nobody prays alone at Next Level Church. So wherever you are, pray together with me. Repeat after me. Here we go. Lord Jesus, I give my life to you. I believe you are God, that you died for my sins. Lord, I place my trust in you alone. Wash me by your precious blood. Fill me by your Holy Spirit. My life is yours. Lead me. Guide me. Help me reverse it. Prison, break me out. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Yeah, man. That's, the, that's my most favorite part of the experience. And you will see um, in the chat, you can uh, connect with us. There's a link to uh, fill out our connect card because you're not supposed to do life alone. And so connect with us. And we're going to worship God together. So let's go all out and give our praise and worship to God. Amen.
so good today. I felt today's service was so special. I, The presence of God was so obvious here. And we love the word that Pastor D gave. Everything you speak, you bring life to it. So declare it. I am debt free. I am rich. I am holy. Declare it in your life and it will happen. And this is not the end. We're not ending off here. We have um, a Zoom hangout right now. We'd love for you to hang out with us. If you're new here, we'd love to meet you. So we'll put the details in the chat. Just join us. It's just for fun. We're just going to chill, hang out, and chat. Um, and there will be a lesson today on baptism. So if you want to know more about it and what you know, why we do it you, and you want to learn, we are going to do a quick lesson for you guys after the Zoom hangout as well. It was so fun hanging out with y'all. Until next time, we love you guys and see you next week.